If you want to become a controversial figure, it's really quite easy. Just believe in something, anything, and stand for it. And there will be those who stand with you, there will be those who will be indifferent, and those who will be in bitter opposition. Particularly the secular news reports that published retrospectives on Pope Benedict all ran a portion of their articles that said something along the lines that the deceased Pope was a controversial figure. I say, if you're going to lead 1.3 billion people and you say the sky is blue, those who live in Northeast Ohio will call you a liar. It's clearly gray. Those who live on the poles will denounce you as a heretic because, as they know, the sky is mostly black most of the time with stars and occasionally a moon. Those sitting on the shore at dusk will report the sky I know is orange and yellow and purple. Controversial was a word thrown around about St. John Paul II, and I have no doubt that it will also be thrown around about Pope Francis. But if there is one thing we can attribute to Benedict's heart is that he desired, sought, and defended truth. Not that everybody agreed or liked it, or perhaps they just didn't like his methodology, but he desired and promoted those propositions that draw strength from itself and not from popular vote. To quote Bishop Fulton Sheen, so many people set their moral compass not by love of goodness or truth, but by the influence of their age. They condemn the gross sins that society disapproves of because they fear the vilification which comes to those who commit them. By avoiding those sins which society condemns, they escape popular reproach and then consider themselves good. But that will not serve our human condition, at least not for long. Even if it is our modern rapid pursuit of justice, John Lucas, Hungarian historian, wrote that our world has come to the edge of disaster precisely because it's a, of its preoccupation with justice. A false priority preoccupies us. We attempt to satisfy our consciences with the thin gruel of worldly justice, limited and rather hopeless as it is, because a man can live with injustice a long time. That is the human condition. But it cannot live with untruth. In his parting letter to us, Benedict wrote of all the philosophical trends that he had experienced over his long life that seemed to offer irrefutable results that are set at odds with the Catholic faith, he has seen their apparent certainties against the faith vanish over and over again, their seemingly irrefutability collapse, proving to mere, be mere hypothesis, liberalism, existentialism, Marxism, listed as examples of philosophies that have come and faltered before Christ. He writes, I saw and see how out of the tangle of assumptions, the reasonableness of faith emerge and emerges again. Jesus Christ is truly the way, the truth, and the life. And the church, with all of her insufficiencies, is truly his body. 
and that the heart of the truth and the goodness and beauty is the Eucharist that we celebrate today as we pray for the repose of the Pope Emeritus. As we heard today, even as the words came out of God's mouth, there were those who were extremely close to him who doubted what he said and disbelieved. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? And indeed, in another couple of verses, scriptures will report that many of his disciples could no longer accept what he taught and return to their former way of life. It wasn't open to vote or popular opinion. Jesus presents the Eucharist as truth that brings life to men, and not only in this life, but in the life to come. And rather than calling those back who have walked away, he turned to Peter and he said, are you going to leave me too? To which Peter responds, where would we go? We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. There is the hope in which we are saved. It is the life to which we commend our brother, Pope Benedict, and to all of our departed brothers and sisters, and which we hope for ourselves. The light that is promised to those who embrace truth, live it and defend it, especially in the heat of opposition, for it is in truth that we truly live.